Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Friday night. 10. 40 p.m. in the East, streaming live on Pride48.com. It's time for The Mix. My name is Daniel Brewer. I do not do this show alone. I do it with my good buddy, Adam Burns. Adam, how are you this evening? I'm fine. Um, I didn't... Have you actually uh, entered an, an entry into the, the podcast with the new name? I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking. Um, what are you What are you talking about? The podcast with a new name, Adam. We've always been called the Gay Mix uh, with Adam and Daniel. Are you Are you gonna Are you gonna do this? Are you gonna the, the charade is gonna continue? Mm-hmm. No, uh, I have not done I, that. And okay. well, uh, it was, yeah, I'm just that was that was a meeting. You, that was a work meeting, Adam. You should not be sharing uh, corporate secrets on the podcast. Well, that is, we're doing uh, a, no, let's just let the listeners do. No, we're going to do a beta test. We probably never will, but let me, let me, I, we don't have a lot. I don't want to talk about this. Tonight. I don't want to talk about this. I just don't want to talk about it, Adam. I don't want other people to do it before I do. So I just leave no, it. Just you, leave it. You don't want to talk. Okay. Well then let me just say this other thing. What? Daniel and I both come up with ideas and then we do not execute. Yes. We've been friends for a really long time. And one of the things that that is the bond that ties us. Yes. Is, is the yes. fact that we're both ideas men. Yeah, we we sometimes fail at the on the follow. And uh, so, um, you know, I just I like to ask. But you know what? You know, but you know you what? We're not. You, you know what? We're not going to uh, fail on the follow through on Adam. Is it our good buddy Seder? Uh, is, it has some medical bills that he needs to pay for. And so we are holding a raffle. We're holding a raffle to help Seder with his uh, hospital funds. It's a dollar an entry. And the prize, Adam, what's the prize? It is a grand prize, Daniel. I, they are going to love. In fact, we have gotten millions of entries. Seder mm-hmm. is going to be able to retire early. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants this prize so bad. Yep. It is dinner. With you and I. Dinner with Daniel and Adam, Adam and Daniel, however you want to say it, uh, in the at a, at a future Pride 48 event. We'll pick up the tab. We'll pay for dinner, but we're not going to actually fly to your location. So you're, you just have to be willing to either keep it until the next Pride 48 event and use it there, or you could always gift it to someone else that will be at the I, Pride 48 event. Uh, you know. Anyway, the, prize the, the, is, the prize is... The good feeling you get from do from yeah, kindness from helping to others yeah, exactly, and that's why it, we're know? not. And here, here's what happened on that darn Elvis, my other show that I do with Auntie Scott. The this week we came up with a another prize to give away. Oh. So there's a second prize to get away. And I think we can actually come up with a third one because as soon as I tell you what our idea is, you're going to go like, oh, we could do that too. We. Well, are, I've heard it because I yeah. listened to your episode. Well, we're giving away a spot in our studio audience. So you can join our Zoom call while we record that darn Elvis. Uh, you, you can be our private audience watching us make the magic 
uh, in real time on Zoom while we do it at your leisure. And so that is, that is and you know what? We could do it on this show too. We could we could give away some goons. Well, I have a I have a caveat there. What? Um, I don't love these people enough for them to be on the Zoom call the entire four or five hours that we're on. So we would need to like limit it for just the show recording. <laughs> yeah, just the show. Yeah, you're on on the show. And, you know. uh, yeah. Not the not the pre and post, just the actual yeah, just the show, show yeah. when I'm you. on. You know, that's when I'm clothed because you know right. I, I like yeah. to get naked yeah. pre and post, and I uh, you like to get you know cozy with a watermelon. The, Nobody wants to uh, see that anyway. So there, you, it's a dollar an entry. Go over to Pride for I didn't tell him how to do it, Adam. Just go to Pride48.com, click on the donate button, and just write somewhere in the memo that it's for Seder or Stroke Boy or whatever you want to call them, just to let us know that it is not a normal Pride 48 uh, donation. And uh, then we will we'll we'll draw a dollar an entry. We'll draw and we'll announce the winner. Uh, the ending. You need to have this in before. Next Friday, June 18th is the cutoff. June 18th is the cutoff. Yeah, I mean, when we record. Yeah. So by like yeah, by, the, by the way, Eastern. you should write that on the trailer. You need to be ready to randomly select a winner next week. Because uh, I don't have access to the Pride 48 PayPal. So you're the only one that knows who the entries are. So You know who the entries are. It's in the website. Oh, well, I didn't look in the website, but okay. Uh, but, yeah. I, I can go and find out. Um, anyway, so have, have we gotten a good response? <laughs> two. Yeah, nice. All right. We've so, you know, come on, people. Dig, dig in deep. You don't have to give much. Two dollars. <laughs> you can give like 20 bucks. You can give five bucks. You can give, uh, you know, 10 Everyone bucks. who's listening right now should go over there. Yeah. And donate a few bucks. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, d- donate, uh, you know, some change, some pocket change over there uh, at the Pride 48. And that will help. out. It's, it's helping out a really good cause. It's one of our own who, through no fault of his own, had to go to the hospital, scared all of us to death, and then uh, ends up, uh, you know, getting the bill for it. That sucks. Anyway, Adam, uh, <laughs> my, let's move on. Uh, I have really big news, but I think before I get to my really big news. <laughs> you want to hear my really small news? I want to hear your really small news. Look, this is not even a topic, but I I just wanted to ask you, this is more of a discussion question, Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. to speak. So I, you know, I, every weekend I splurge and every single weekend, Adam. Yeah. And I've been like, fuck it. You know what? It used to be a day. It's a weekend. I splurge for the weekend. I'm turning, again, I'm turning it into anti When you say splurge, you're talking calorically. You're not talking, yeah, you don't, Uh, you don't go out every weekend and buy like a new house or or go buy a new house or something crazy. I went sexual and you went buying a house. I'm not really sure why. Yeah. No, I don't buy a house or pull a train every weekend. Either one of those things. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been dieting successfully. I might add. Well, except for that one week. Oh, yeah, except for that one week that I gained a pound. But I've still <laughs> overall lost a bunch of weight. Yes. So far. Um, it is yet to be determined. I'm weighing tomorrow. I've been really strict this week. I mean, like, really strict. So hopefully I lost weight this week. We'll find but, out. But I splurge on the weekends. And it's been difficult for me to just splurge one day because things will come up and I'll need to eat on something that's not on my diet on a Sunday. And I do. It's just like, ah, uh, I'm like, oh, well, you know, whatever it does. That doesn't matter, though. So but I get these weird cravings now for things that like one weekend it was like, I think I would like a bunt cake. Yes. This weekend. Or did you have you know, a, did you like, have a potted plant that you needed to put somewhere? 
I don't get that at all. It's, a it's, from, it's a big, is my big fat Greek wedding reference. I'm sorry. That was a very, oh, that was a sorry. 2% joke out there. There are three I, people in our audience that have seen that movie and are now laughing, but go ahead. Um, even if I had seen that movie, I don't remember things like you do. Like I would have no idea, but anyway, regardless, I get these weird. So there was a commercial on. What is a bunt? There was I, I, a commercial on yes. for, for KFC the other day. Yes. Or maybe it was a, YouTube video we were watching or something. Yeah. Something on some screen somewhere had a Kentucky fried chicken on it. And marketing works. I'll tell you because now I was like, not that well because you keep calling it Kentucky fried chicken. It hasn't been called Kentucky fried chicken for a decade. It's still Kentucky fried. I bet on some document somewhere it says Kentucky fried. No, they just, it is. They changed their logo to KFC. They changed their name. They changed. They are now KFC because Kentucky has almost no meaning in other countries. So it's like it was a very weird word to trans try to translate into different languages and stuff. So they just they just kept KFC. It doesn't stand for anything. Okay, fine. Kentucky Fried Chicken, uh, KFC, which whichever uh, you know, potato, potato, and uh, because I'm you know dieting and I'm hungry all the time. Yes. I was like, oh, my God, I haven't had KFC in forever. Mm-hmm. I need to have some extra crispy because we always go and get like strips. We get Raisin Canes or we get Popeyes right. or we get, you know, and I, and I have I can't tell you the last time I've had a piece of chicken from KFC. Extra crispy. I'm laughing because I just now dawned on me that Raisin Cane's is the name of a restaurant, like Raising Cane, right? It's like, it's like when you said it, Sorry, I'm raising in my canes. head, I'm trying to figure out what kind what of, is. no, what kind of stick would have raisins on it? It was just like, <laughs> wait, a Raisin Cane? What the hell's a Raisin Cane? Is that like a, is that some weird, like, coal candy from the Amish country or something. Oh, it's a, it's a raisin cane. We like to, we like to have hook them ever, right on the, the cord there. Have you ever had raising raisin canes? Daniel? <laughs> I've, I've had, had ants on a log. I think that is no, probably the same no. thing. It's a chicken strip restaurant. Yeah, but have does it have the peanut butter? Raising canes. No, I've never had no. raisin canes. Uh, they're good. Their sauce is the best thing though. Are they it, close to water burger? Are they, no, not really. Like raisin canes uh, and Waterburger, they're right next to each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, I watched a YouTube video on that as well, and uh, the name Raising Canes mm-hmm. came from the fact that the owner's dog was named Cane. Yeah, it's also and a, so it's also he decided a, to name the restaurant Raising Cane. Yeah, as a play on words from the Bible passage. So anyway, from Cain, I am going Cain to have Abel, for lunch Cain tomorrow. I'm going to have for lunch extra crispy KFC biscuits. Mm-hmm. I don't really care for their mashed potatoes, so I'm probably going to have mac and cheese. Now, when you came up but, with this, uh, when you came up with this idea to eat KFC, were were you watching Hacks on HBO Max? Were you, I don't know. Did was they it, eat was KFC? It the, I don't no, know. No, but the line on that show was just like, oh my God, Colonel uh, KFC just called and they want you to be the next Colonel Sanders. Why don't you go do that? And, uh, oh. I just I was thinking in I don't my think so. and then it's like Adam was like oh I really want Kentucky Fried Chicken oh that sounds great I it it might have been a Rhett and Link episode maybe they were trying KFC or something. I don't I don't even know I was just like oh my gosh I haven't had KFC in so long so my question to you the discussion part yes. of this question okay is, great we've we've arrived at the discussion portion um, of the evening yes do you what do you get these cravings because you guys are dieting like all cravings. the time yeah you guys are yeah. do you get those cravings like what 
what do you crave? Like, what are some weird things that you've craved where you've been like, oh my God, on my cheat day, yeah. I have got to have Bubba's. I don't right. know. I can't think of so a, it, but, you it, know, whatever. It used, so early on, it was random things like gyros. Like, I love gyros. And so I would always get these cravings for like gyros. I was like, oh, okay. And this was before we even had cheat days. But what I found happened on those times that the kind of things that I would have cravings for were things that I could still have if I just didn't. So I could go get the gyro and just not eat the pita. So I could still have the meat and the sauce with the onions, which is really great with the hot sauce on it. That's the part I love. And I just don't eat the pita. So I, I could solve it in different ways. But then I want to put this caveat forward. I don't have a sweet tooth. I'm not a big uh, a sweet tooth eater kind of a thing. I see if I was on a keto diet, I would crave like a loaf of bread or something. I'd be like, I'm going to have a I'm going to go to a bakery and get an entire loaf of sourdough bread and I'm going to slather it in butter. I am being being corrected in the chat room on the KFC, Adam. Yeah, They, they did change their name. Because they they didn't want Kentucky in their name anymore, but it was for a completely different reason. Apparently, the state of Kentucky trademarked the name Kentucky, so they would have to pay a, a royalty to the. Oh, uh, that's according to Snopes. Which I'm assuming when you looked it up on Snopes, they said something along the lines of what I had said, which I know I'd read somewhere. So in this case, I don't know. There was methane. Like I wasn't making it up. I just got I I did not fact check my my source. So. so for listeners who do not also listen to That Darn Elvis, which is another show that Daniel does That's right. Um, with Auntie Scott, methane means anytime that Auntie Scott thinks that Daniel has said something that he actually doesn't know and is said it very confidently, Yes, but it's just coming out of his ass. Right. Like methane. That's what it is. Yeah. Yep. Well, so you, so you said gyros, anything else? Eros? Gyros, Adam. Gyros. Gyros. I'm Southern, Daniel. I, look. Gyros. Uh, I love gyros. Um, but the other kind of things that I would, like occasionally, but you know what? There's there's ways around most of them. So like I said, but I don't have a sweet tooth. Uh, uh, Zach has a sweet tooth, but now there's keto ice cream. And there's always have to be sweet things, you know, no, I'm just saying, and usually we just find, usually we find like if we were craving Kentucky fried chickens, chicken strips or whatever, we would go on YouTube and find a alternative, like a keto recipe. Like (laughs) keto is popular enough that you can go on YouTube and type in keto anything and you will find a keto way of like, if you wanted chicken McNuggets, I haven't tried this, but I'm pretty sure you could go to YouTube and type in keto chicken McNuggets and there would be you know, two or three videos on how to do it with almond and coconut okay. flour and xanthan gum or something. Sure. So, yeah. But they're not the same as the actual thing. Yeah. None of, even if the, any of those, any of those, what do they call them? Where a restaurant has something and they, they have a copycat recipe. Yeah. Maybe it's called a, it's copycat, called a copycat recipe. recipe. Any of those copycat, re- they're never exactly the oh, same. Oh, I disagree. It does not quench oh, your dear. desire for that Because thing. I love the Chipotle, honey Chipotle dressing for their salads. And yeah, I found it online. I found a copycat recipe online and it is it is exact. It's great. I've it never found exactly an exact. I have. But, so. well, I'm not a big fan of Chipotle, so I'll, I'll take your word for it. Here's the thing. 
Uh, oh, oh, I keep thinking that this says cruises, but it says circuses. I, I mean, you can see how I'm mistaken here, right? It's like uh, out of the That's corner of my eye. That's another small thing. So go it ahead looks with like, your topic. It's like, so Adam, I was almost late to the show tonight. I don't know if you knew this. I was late. You were, you were late by a couple of minutes, but I was rushing to get up here and sit down. I don't think I started, because remember, Adam, I'm usually on discord i think you live in the studio i'm usually on discord 15 20 minutes before the show i i don't think you have a life other than recording mix right. minus and so it's i like, play you know. because it's late here it's like you know i start at 10 o'clock my time you start at 9 p.m your time so it's 10 o'clock i'm back home and so i'm i come up here and pull some clips for the show and whatever and i just i hop on the the discord and, our, I, and i talk to the people we did our nipa walk but and, tonight, uh, Adam, tonight, Adam, I was almost, I didn't even jump on the stream until like three minutes before the show. Now, did you tell them I have to sign this contract now because I've got to get back for my world renowned podcast? No, I did not. Oh. So I have been studying. I don't know. Studying is not the right. I always feel like one of those crazy fucking right wing people that are just like going, I did my own research and I know that that, that vaccine makes you magnetic because I can stick key to my head. Um, yeah, my brother said that right before he told me that coronavirus is a bacterial infection. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, so yeah. my, my point is, is that I, I, I didn't like I, I have been looking at trucks for a very long time, for at least two months. I have gone to every single major full size truck website and have priced out their trucks with different options. I've been Googling uh, different things about towing trailers and camping and which truck is best for, for that kind of stuff. I've also done a whole bunch of, you know, YouTube things of like the, the pros and the cons of these vehicles versus these. And so I've spent an exhaustive amount of time looking at trucks and it was because I was, I was just, I needed to figure out what I wanted, which kind of truck I wanted to get. And so I finally arrived at that conclusion last week. I said, this is the truck that I want. I, I, I want an F-150 Lariat, a uh, 3.5 uh, liter uh, V6. That's what I want. That's, that's the truck that I want. And uh, it's got to have all of the gadgets in it. It's got to have the adaptive cruise control and the lane centering and the cross traffic alerts. And the, you know, I want it as close to self-driving as I can get, that's what I want. I want the toys. And I want, this is a big thing, Adam. I want, when I get into my truck, I want it to- You want the Bluetooth to I want the Bluetooth connect. to keep playing. I want it from whatever I was, I want it to connect and to keep playing. And um, that, was, that was it, that was it. I was flexible on colors and stuff like that. But I, 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 that was the engine that I wanted. Those were the toys that I wanted. And so it all boiled down. So this morning, Adam, this morning- I went on the internet to all of the Ford dealerships in this area and I looked at the inventory that they had on their lot. And I found exactly one, exactly one F-150 Lariat that had all the things that I wanted. Uh, because also I did not want a four-wheel drive. I wanted a rear-wheel drive. Uh, because I've, I've watched videos and it's actually better to tow things with a rear-wheel drive instead of the four-wheel drive and blah, blah, blah. So, um... I found one, I found one and it's, it's right here, Brandon Ford, right up the road here from my house. Now, in fairness, there are three Ford dealerships within 10 miles of my house. So they're, they're all there. Come so, on down to Brandon Ford and get yourself a Ford F-150. Right. So we I got them. So one, one, Adam, one Lariat 
that I wanted. So I immediately click on the little button next to it that says check in, you know, check inventory or whatever it says. I don't remember what, you know, confirm that it's available. And that sends an email to the, you know, you put in your, your name and your phone number and your email address and you, you request that. Yeah. And within five minutes, I got of an course. email back. Got an email oh, back. Oh, you didn't get a call? No, I got an email back. It's like, well, you know, as of now, that inventory is there. Of course, things move all the time, but we have many similar trucks. Uh, what, you know, what days are good for you to come down and, and take a look, right? So I'm excited. I'm like, okay, great. Here's a yeah. person, right? So I say, I say, how about today? How about I come, uh, you know, three o'clock this afternoon? How about I just come down right after work? Three o'clock, I'll be there. Uh, and he never replied. Never replied to that email, Adam. Never. I'm so, shocked. So, so now I realize, because- now I realize that I was just an automated response uh, email, right? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Dude's not even fucking there. Uh, so I'm just like, well, fuck you. That is like this, this sucks. Right. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go down there. I'm just going to go down there. So I, uh, I took my car. I I talked about this on Elvis yesterday. I took my car to get detailed the other day. So it's all nice and pretty. So I get in my car and I head down to, to Brandon Ford and I park. There's a sales guy that's like standing outside walking around, whatever. Hey, how you doing? Hey, it's like, uh, is there somebody here? You're see here to see. And I'm like, I'm here to see a truck. And, uh, so there you go. that was, that was my, he became my salesman right at that moment. And was he uh, cute? No, not particularly. I mean, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't ugly, but, uh, well, okay. So here's a, here's a, a couple of follow-up questions for you. Uh, and this is coming from a place of I, I have, I have severe anxiety about salespeople. I don't okay. like salespeople. I don't mm-hmm. enjoy it. I have walked out of a furniture store before and let Mark look by himself because the salesman would not stop following us around. Yes. Uh, I threw a big old fit. Anyway, how did you, uh, because it's all a negotiation, right? Yes. So did you, did you think, okay, I'm going to let him show me a few before I tell him I have one that I I know I want or did. Nope. I was very specific. I knew exactly the truck that I wanted. Also, through my internet research, Adam, I found yeah. that it made me magnetic and I stuck to the truck. Um, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm obsessed with those crazy people that think the thing made you magnetic. Anyway, yeah. the, um, no, I, I, because I had done the research and the Ford dealerships in this area are fixed pricing. So I don't, I didn't need to haggle on a price like those Ford lariats at all three of the Ford dealerships were the exact same price. There was, you know. The exact same. So they're not, this is not a case of, uh, and most of the things I've watched on YouTube show that most big dealerships now are just fixed price because they know you can just pull out your phone and and like look up something right there. And so it's it's harder and harder to, you know, there's apps that will tell you whether this price is good or not. I also checked whether that price was good or not on the app. So I, I knew that the price that they were asking for this truck was a good price for that truck and, uh, certainly comparable. So I did not need to worry too much about what we were going to be haggling. But I also uh, learned from my YouTube watching that you give them as little information as possible. You don't, you don't give them extraneous information because it is their deal. Like they're trying to make commission off of a deal. Right. Um, And they're going to use information that they get from you to try to close that deal. Right. And if that means you, that they need to steer you into a car that you maybe not be looking at because it's one that they know that you're going to qualify for, blah, 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 blah. So I didn't answer any questions about, 
you know, financing, anything like that. I just, I, this is the truck that I am interested in. I would like to take this truck for a drive. Uh, he went and got the keys. We took it out for a drive and, uh, amazing. Uh, we, we drove around for about, you know, not even five minutes. And I was just like, all right. And the Bluetooth connected immediately and the angels sang. I was like, all right, let's, let's go talk numbers. Let's go talk numbers. And so we turned around, we went back to the dealership and then, uh, we, we sat down and, and, Worked out the financing. So the, um, what was my point that I was trying to make here, Adam? Anyway, not, so it had all the you toys that I want. Truck. It had yeah. all the toys that I, that I wanted on it, but so many fucking more, Adam. Oh. Did you know, I mean, you, your car probably has car heat, seat heaters, right? You probably have no, heated seats. No, it doesn't. Seats. It doesn't. Okay. But uh, seated heats isn't, uh, seated heat. Seated heats? Heated seats are not that rare, right? A lot of cars have. I don't like them. They make my butt hot. But yeah, they're not. A lot of cars have heated seats. This truck has cooling seats. It actually has both heating seats and cooling seats that actually blows the air conditioner through the seat itself, like through through vents and stuff in the seat itself is blowing air conditioning to to cool down the seat. That's That's cool. Blows my mind. The other thing is the, the, the new sink four that they have in the system. When I, when I got into the truck, and paired my phone with it, it switched over to Android Auto without me having to tether it. Like a tetherless Android Auto. Uh, it's just, it connect, uh-huh. it, so I had my map up on the screen, uh, every, you know, all of my playlists and podcasts and everything are right up on the screen and I didn't have to like plug it in because I have to do that in Zach's car, right? I have to plug it into the USB to get the it's Android Auto. Pain. So it's like, I have that. I have remote start. I have this stupid fucking thing that when you walk up towards the truck with you get within three feet of the truck the little sideboards extend for you if they sense that you have the key in your pocket so it's like the little steps come out from underneath the truck and go here you go step up and they turn on lights and they do and oh adam it does it say so fun. welcome it's to so your truck beautiful. mr brewer it is so beautiful <laughs> it is a beautiful <laughs> lovely gorgeous truck that i oh it is the and I had to keep telling myself the whole time because I have never spent this much money on a vehicle ever in my life. And I've always bought new. I'm one of the, I've never actually bought an, a used car. And I've never bought new. So that's uh, so I, a difference in us. And I had to keep telling myself. I had to keep telling myself this whole time. It's like, you know what? You, you, this is you. You're good. This is your reward. This is your reward car. You're good. You have the money in the bank for this because, you know, thanks to COVID, you didn't blow it all on going out and doing stuff, right? So you have money in the bank to pay for this, to make the numbers work. And this is a great, why skimp? Why would you skimp? I'm reminded of some very wise words, Adam, from an elder of mine. Nay, let me say a mentor of mine who once said to me, he said, Daniel, if one has the money to splurge, why wouldn't one splurge? And so I, the, the vote that with those voice, that voice ringing through my head, Adam, I plunged through on this. I said in the pre-show how much I spent on this car, but, yeah. uh, it's, it's considerable. I'm not mad at you. It's I know. Fine. I'm just saying, I love this truck. It does so many. Oh my God. It has a thing, Adam. It has a thing. Okay. When you connect a trailer to it, right? Yeah. There's an app that you can then take pictures of the trailer and it calculates the, the actual height and width of the trailer and then puts all that into the computer. And then it actually like when it'll, if you pull forward, you then have a little dial on your, on the board, on the dash that as you twist the dial, it will keep the trailer exactly straight as it backs up for you. 
So he's like, it can, you can just use the dial on your uh, dash to actually like back up and, and pull forward of your trailer and it will keep it perfectly level as it goes back. It's uh, huh. just stupid things that I never thought about. It's you know I I'm not good with technology in cars. Mar- so Mark has a ba- a backup camera, and I know that's like a 15 year old thing. I mean, like yes. all of them have it, but I don't trust the backup camera. So I'm still like I'm still like craning my neck and looking looking out the windows and in the mirrors and stuff like that because I I can't make myself just look at the camera. Right. So if so the I trailer don't... is connected to mine, the backup camera switches to be on top of the cab instead of in the back. So there's a normal backup camera in the back, but then there's an auxiliary one up on the cab so that if you do have a trailer hooked up, you're not just looking at the the tongue. You're looking at the trailer tongue. So I buy, and people are going to correct me, but I have bought sports cars my last couple of cars, and I've bought standards, not automatics, but standards. And for whatever reason, when I have purchased sports cars, they are very low on the extra features. They are very bare bones. Yeah, they're about speed. You're, you know, you just, you're, you like to drive, you know, there's not a bunch of technology. And now that may have changed nowadays. I'm not really sure, but so I don't have heated seats or all this, you know, stuff. It's like, um, even the BMWs, like the Z3s did not at the time when I was buying them, I don't know about the Z4s, but they did not come with any like special, you're getting a fast car that looks sexy. You know, have fun. Uh, one, one other question, though. Did you buy the maintenance package? I did. The okay. um, the other thing, Adam, this is the thing that, that truly blew my mind. Did they do this thing? One, one more question. Did they do this thing? Don't forget where you parked your bike. Where they go out of the room and they talk to their manager and they come back and they say, now, if you get the maintenance package, mm-hmm. we can... We no. can lower the entrance interest rate. No, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you oh, why. Yeah. Let, let me let me say this one thing that, that that blew my mind, and then I'll tell you about my experience. So the uh, the one thing that blew my mind: there's outlets in the truck. I like have, uh, I, like an actual plug. You can plug in, you know, an outlet. Like a, you, so, there's one in the back seat. There's one in the in the on the passenger side in the there, driver's seat. And there's there one a button in, where you can call the flight attendant. No, and there's one in well. the bed. So if you're like wanted to use the back of your bed to like use a circular saw or something, you need to plug it. You can plug the circular saw into the truck and just use the. Uh, they have thought uh, of everything. Gorgeous truck. God, I love this truck. Anyway, Adam. So no, let me tell you about my experience because you're right. I have had that happen before. I've had the, you know, the pressure in the finance office, the, the, the sales people giving you, trying to talk you into things like that, which is why I watched a whole bunch of YouTube videos. I mean, let me do a call out here for a YouTube series or a channel. It's called the Chevy dude, but he's a, he's a, a, an existing car salesman. He's been a car salesman for 25 years and he just, he has a YouTube channel where he gives all kind of advice about buying cars and like how to, how to do it and what the salespeople are actually doing and how they can talk you into this or that. And, um, so I was prepared. I was, I was ready in that finance office. I was ready to sit there and say, no, I don't want fucking nitrogen in my tires. I don't want the goddamn nitrogen. I know just take the fucking nitrogen out. I'm not paying for nitrogen in my tires. You know, take this away. No, I'm not going to pay for this. No, I'm not going to, you know, I was ready for that. I was ready for that. None of that happened. None of it. Oh, good. Uh, the salesperson, the guy that greeted me outside, super nice. He immediately didn't, you know, 
didn't ask any like stupid questions. He immediately, when I told him the truck that I wanted, he pulled out his phone and he like went through the inventory. He's like, is this the one? And I'm like, yes. He's like, let me go find out where the keys are and we'll take it for a ride. It's like, he went in, got the keys, came back. We took it for a ride. Uh, he was very helpful. He like pointed some things out, uh, in the truck as we were driving around, uh, came back. We talked numbers and it all just went super smooth. It's super duper smooth. I had this really weird situation where, I had to trade in my old car, but as you will remember from me bitching about it before, I was upside down in that car because of my divorce. So I was, there was way more, you know, I owed way more on the car than what it was worth. And so yeah. it was a sticking point for a long time that I couldn't get rid of this car because I owed more than I could possibly get for it. And so, and it holds true today. I'm still was probably about, anywhere from 1500 to 2000 upside down in this car. But I had enough money to pay off the car so that then it would just be, I'm going to trade in my car, whatever you give me for my car, I'm going to take off the truck, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, right. so I was, you know, uh, I, I did just forget where I parked my bike. So, um, oh, I, so I decided that that was, you know, I've gone through that process before paying off a car and then waiting for them to send you the title and everything like that. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to trade it. I'm not going to tell them anything. I'm just going to trade it in. They're going to offer whatever they offer for it. And then I'll go like, oh yeah, well, I still owe this on it. Right. And let them deal with it. I'm not, I'm not even going to tell them that I had the money to pay it off or anything like that. I'm just going to treat that like a separate thing. And the other thing that I did before I went there is I went to carmax.com. I put in all of my car information, you know, the VIN and the, you know, the history of the car, like it had been in one wreck and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I put in all that information and they gave me an offer of 15,000 for that car. Now I owed 12, nine on it. So I owed 13,000 on it. So I still owed 13,000. They were offering me 2000 above that. So they were offering me 15,000. Well, I haven't used car prices gone they have, up they have. by 30% the, or something. Right. But crazy. the caveat on that offer was that I had to take it down the CarMax and they had to do their own inspection and it may not be the, you know, so I'm expecting right. if I took it to CarMax, they probably would have given me right around 13.5 or something for it. So I, I had that number in my head of like, all right, if they don't offer me at least 13.5 for this car, I'll just say, look, I, here's an offer from CarMax. I'm just, I'll just, never mind. I'll just go do that myself. I'll just go right. sell it and uh, we just not even worry about the trade-in. Um, so when they came back, they only offered me uh, 11 for the car. And so I, I told them that it was like, you know, this, that's, I'm getting this offer over here. So if, if you could, I don't have a problem with any of the other numbers. If you can get your manager to offer, you know, a, a, a thousand more on this trade-in, then I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to do it. So, and they went back and he came right back and he's like, yeah, he can do a thousand. So, uh, so I got to, all, but it's just so much paperwork that I didn't have to do. Like, I don't have to transfer the tags. I don't have to transfer all the, you know, all the other weird paperwork and file and wait and wait for the title to transfer and, you know, new titles and stuff like that. So I didn't have to do any of that. They're doing all of that. And I got, uh, my car paid off. And so I was able to use all the money that I had for paying off my car um, towards the truck. So I was able to knock down the sticker price considerably by, you know, the money that I had to, to give them. So anyway, I was, I'm very, I, well, let's be honest. I put 10,000 of it on American Express so I could get some airline points, <laughs> but I have 10,000 in my bank to pay back American. So I, I, I'll be paying American Express right. tomorrow. So I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I just wanted the airline points for that. So I would, if I had more, Free on my American Express, I would have done more airline points. But that's well, congratulations! 
Why, thank uh, you, Adam. Uh, I'm very, I'm, very excited. Uh, I'm happy. I'm very happy. I'm very excited. I don't even know a third of what this truck does because there are so many knobs and buttons. And you know me, I'm a geek. When I see knobs yeah. and buttons and lights, I, it's like, oh, oh, that's beautiful. Look at all the buttons. and the, Adam, Adam, let me say this. One last thing about this truck. The, the dash is a screen. Oh, yeah. Like the speedometer and everything. Say, Those are all it just, has a mixer built no, in. No, no, no. It's a I screen. But, it, but it's not. Car. But it's not like a screen like, oh, here's a circular screen over here that's the speedometer. and screen. It's like a full screen. So like the speedometer will like slide over and it'll like move up. And it's like also because it has uh, the, the 360 camera stuff, it reads traffic signs. And so on the speedometer, it actually puts the speed limit right on the speedometer. Like, right, as you're looking at the speedometer, is like where you are in relation to the speed limit on there because it's reading the signs on the road. It's, oh, I love this truck. I love this truck so much. Oh, I have a question, though. I do have a question. And and this is something that I'm hoping that uh, the folks out there listening uh, can help me with here. I need a name because on the Ford app, when you add your vehicle to it, it's like, what is the nickname for this vehicle? And I'm like, you know what? I've never named a vehicle before. I've never named a vehicle of mine before i want to name this vehicle the working name that i have for it right now just the temporary name is larry because it's a lariat so it's like larry the lariat so uh, larry is the name of the truck right now but if anyone has a great name for a truck it's a white truck if you have a great name, didn't you have like you're the cat that passed away buzzy yeah, oh my god if i named him in, buzzy in zach would just be in tears all the time getting oh. into that truck it's like no that's too soon too i was gonna soon. say buzzy sounds like a, a good truck name as too well soon. and then you're memorializing your your cat oh lorraine auntie scott says lorraine you know lorraine. what I, I did call it a she so uh i have never named a car i don't i mean again to each their own i don't think i will ever name a car like but, if you got your dream car you wouldn't name it i don't think so I'm not good with that. I don't like, I, I, it's so hard for me to name a pet. Yeah. I'm not going to name inanimate objects. Also, uh, TB, TB in the chat room earlier said a truck and no four by four, but why? And I, I saw that and I let it slide by because I was midst in the story. I, I live in Florida. Like I don't need a four by four to go. And the campgrounds that I go to are glamping. It's like, there are graveled trays. <laughs> like I don't, I don't need an off-road vehicle. The, the places that I go and the things that I do do not require an off-road vehicle. And 4x4s, as a whole, have more problems and get worse gas mileage than rear-wheel drives. So. But there's this thing, apparently, on mine that I got to learn about where it'll lock the rear axle if you're pulling a trailer and it acts as extra traction. for. I don't... It's There's so many stupid I things. I will say, I think that rear-wheel drive, because I have that... Sports cars yeah. also tend to have rear-wheel drive. Yeah. I know it's different because you're driving a truck and I'm driving a little car, but yeah. I will say uh, they tend to not handle as good on like wet or snowy or anything like that. Because you as tend well, to fishtail as, as well. well as sure. Well. Either one. Yeah. Either one. Yeah. You know, whatever works. Okay, great. Uh, so now you can tell me about circuses because uh, that's it. I'm, I'm done well, talking about my new truck. Well, we are going. I'm excited. Um, because we are going to a circus tomorrow. A circus. A circus. Yeah, we're going. We're going. It's our do, first. Do, 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 that kind of circus. Like, do, do, yeah, do, that do, kind do. of circus. Okay. Um, okay. We're we're going to a circus tomorrow, and uh, and I'm excited about it. And I and again another discussion question. Yes, but I, I love circus. Okay, I don't want to get into a political conversation, but look, 
I love circuses. I love the elephants. I love the tigers. I love the magicians. I love, I don't like clowns all that much, but sure, whatever. I love all of that. Love eating the popcorn while watching everyone and blah, blah, blah. I love Cirque du Soleil. I love zoos and SeaWorld. Yeah. I know none of that's politically correct because, I mean, supposedly they're horrible to animals. I don't know. But, uh, but I love all that stuff. And okay. I'm really excited because this is the first thing that we've done other than eating at a restaurant. Right. So what, what, what circus is this? It's not Ringling Brothers. They're, they've shut down, right? Um, it's called Cirque Italia. I don't know much about it because Mark literally said to me. <gasps> oh, my said, God. Is this is the show called Alcatraz? What? Is the show that they're doing, Cirque Italia, is the show that they're, the show that you have tickets to, is it called Alcatraz? I don't even know. It's just, <laughs> Cirque Italia Water Circus, Fayetteville, oh. Arkansas. Okay. Um, there was, I, a, there was a circus here. There was a circus here a month or two ago that was set up in the, in the parking lot of the mall. And that was the name of the show was Alcatraz. And it was like Cirque Italia or whatever it was. It, clearly not Italia. It was Cirque something else. Sorry. So, uh, so anyway, I'm just excited about it. We're going to, and, and again, discussion questions. I, I've always, anytime we had, when I was growing up, you know, if we had, and we didn't really have circuses come to my town, but we had like, um, little show. I mean, they weren't good. They didn't have like, it wasn't like Barnum and Bailey. I wasn't Barnum and Bailey would always come to little rock, which was two hours away. I never could go to Barnum and Bailey. I always wanted to go to Ringling brothers, Barnum. I never, I've never been to Ringling brothers. But, uh, and I know they, they're defunct now. They don't exist can I, or whatever can I, they, can I, yeah. So, so I, as a child, I did go to the Ringling Brother Circus every oh. year. That was one of the things that, that we looked forward to was going to the Lakeland Civic Center to watch the big three ringed extravaganza of the Ringling Brothers traveling circus. And that was the same place that we would go to see Liberace in concert, by the way, at different times. He wasn't there when the circus was there, but you know, you get what I'm saying. Um, right. But yeah, I love that growing up. And not on, on top of that, I don't know if you knew this or not, but Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus is is headquartered in Sarasota, Florida, not too far from here. So like there well, they went out of business, right? Uh, this was not. This was when they were in business. Right, right. There right, was they that. had a theme park between here and Disney called Circus World. It was actually Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus World. Had roller coasters and there was clown. You get your clown makeup don't you have done. A clown and college like, near you as yeah, well. It is or the something? Ringling Brothers. Yes. The Ringling family is, was very, very wealthy and they actually donated a lot of, so the, the there's Ringling College down in Sarasota, which is, uh, in, in the Ringling Fine Arts Center and stuff. So the, the reason that Sarasota, Florida has a Philharmonic uh, orchestra is because of the Ringling family. But the, yeah, so I was like, the circus was big here is what I'm trying to say. It was big here in Florida because it was, it was a big to do because it was on base and stuff. So, but are you sure that there's going to be animals? Because I feel like lately every circus I've seen has just been acrobats and stuff. There's without, probably without. not going to be animals, yeah. but, but I just, I, I haven't, look, Mark said, Boyfy, there's a circus coming to town. Would you like to go? And I said, absolutely. I would love okay. to go to a circus. And that's it. That's all I knew about. All right. Well, it. I'm, it, I am looking forward to hearing all about the Cirque Italia Water show was it? Water show. Yeah, and in fact, now that water I show. see that it's water show, I doubt they do have animals. It could have seals. They could. Three, two, one. Contact is the secret. Is the moment when everything happens. Contact is the answer. Is the reason that everything.
Excellent. It is the segment of the show where we play your voicemails. Read your emails. Now, Adam, I know that we did get an email this week, but I wanted to point out before you said anything about it, it was a mistake. When I, that email that came in from TJ, um, Zombie Girl TJ, is actually intended for that darn Elvis, but um, on the show notes for that darn Elvis this week, some reason I typed in our email address instead of contact at thatdarnelvis.com. I typed in vixminuspodcast.com. So I think so, TJ, because it was specifically was something that we were talking about on that show. So I'm going to save that email for that show. So TJ, if it wasn't meant for that darn Elvis, I'm sorry, but I, d- I feel like contextually it probably is. So I'll just, I'll just wait and uh, we'll talk about it on that show. But we do have some voicemails, Adam. Uh, one of them comes in from our good buddy, Moose P. Let's hear what he has. Oh, you know, Moose P, a co-host on the But First podcast, right? Coming back soon to a podcast player near you. Hey, guys, it's Moose. Hey. I'm part of the Pride 48 community, and I have to admit, I've never seen the watermelon video. (laughs) I don't want to see the watermelon video. (laughs) I think my life may be better having not seen the watermelon video. (laughs) Now, carry on. (laughs) I mean, I'm not really sure how to take that. I believe on last week. Here, let me remind you because you don't remember what you say from week to week. Last week, you said everyone's seen the watermelon. Well, no, no, I, I, I know that, but I'm just wondering, like now I'm thinking, well, why does he think he's better off? Is he like, oh, I would never want to see Adam naked. That's hideous. That's not his, he's happily, he's a happily married man. He doesn't want to see you uh, have something. I love how you just jump right on. He's like, oh my God, he said I'm ugly. He said I'm ugly. I'm saying that is one of the thoughts that might have crossed my mind. He just sounds so adamant about it. Like I would, I would never. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I would rather. I'd rather poke my eyes out than do yeah, that. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather go to a circus. You know, I'd with animals. Uh, here's our next voice. Thank you, Moose P. Thank you. That there's very uh, for calling in. We appreciate that. We love each and every piece of contact. Can I just say that? Each and every piece. Uh, here it comes in from Scott, the Seder. Let's listen to what this is. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Adam. This is Scott, the Seder, calling because for two weeks there hasn't been a contact bumper, yeah, and that yeah. is some bullshit. Yes. So I'm just calling to tell you how much I appreciate the two of you, and I love your show, and that, God damn it, I want some, some, some contact yeah. music. Three, Con- two, one. Contact. Yeah. Adam, that's how you do a laser sound. Maybe pew, pew, low pew. Key, uh, pew, 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 pew. Yeah. See, oh, yeah. stroke yeah. is fucking killing me. Yeah. This is a Seder. Catch, Catch you later. later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, thank you, Seder. Uh, uh, let me hear your lasers again. Pew, 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 pew. Okay. Pew. <laughs> pew. Do you know what the actual laser sound uh, in Star Wars was created from somebody saying pew. No, no, no. I saw this on a, on a, on a TV special. It apparently was, uh, you know, the, the steel cables that support a telephone pole, like the, the guide cables that come off the side to hold them in place. Apparently if you walk up to one of those with a piece of metal and strike it with a piece of metal, uh, sharply, you'll hear the star Wars, laser noise that's where it came from it's like a doof, doof. It, that's but it actually comes from placing a microphone on that cable and then hitting it with a, another piece of metal 
Oh, interesting, interesting isn't it? No, uh, I didn't know that, but uh, well, now I do. Well, uh, for some reason, Scott called back. Or did I pick the right one? Oh, hold on, shit. Uh, no, I didn't. I was going to say, why is it the exact same length as the other one? It's because I chose the wrong one. Uh, Scott called back. I guess maybe he left his keys. The or very something. next day. Yes. I'm I'm fucking speechless. Yes. <laughs> Other than the tears. Yes. Were you speechless? Was the show that bad? Did we make the show so bad? That's that it's so kind of you. Aww. It's not going to be that much. Stop. I mean, look. Stop. Daniel Adam, this is Scott. Yes, we know. <laughs> It says your name right on the voicemail. Aww, yes, thank you for thinking of me. Well, we always think of you. God, it's, it's, it's touched me so much. Aww. <sighs> Seder. Uh, uh, God, I don't want to be crying, but fuck. Aww. You two are the best. No, we're this not. This is the Seder. Catch you thank later. Thank you so much. Yeah. We're not the best. <sighs> All right. Is he going to say it? I can't. I just can't talk right now. The Seder. Bye-bye. Catch you later. Love you too, both Bye-bye. so much. Bye-bye. Uh, th- thank you, Seder. You know what? Uh, trust um, me, it's not going to be. Well, you're you're welcome. And and thank yeah, you for calling. And I'm 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 speechless that you're speechless. However, I mean, don't get your hopes up too much. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, we have like three listeners. So, I mean, we, we'll. I mean, but know. people know Scott and uh, <laughs> they, they love to... Scott. We love Scott. And so, yeah, we help anyway. But you know what, Adam? The Pride 48 community uh, donated money to my mom. That's after true. she died. Like for, for they did. Uh, a, a donation was made to the Halloween Brewer Park in Hillsborough County, as well as to the Johnny Bird Alzheimer's Center in uh, at USF. So I, that's right. I, it is amazing. And I, I completely understand how Scott feels of being speechless because it is such a, a thing um, for that to happen like that. And you know what? But that's what Pride 48 is, right? That we are a family. We say that all the time that we feel like family. And I believe that. I feel like uh, that I have lifelong friends that I otherwise would never have met uh, two of whom I do podcast with, but it's like, I, I never would have met you guys without podcasting or without pride 48. That's, that's just, uh, well, I mean, it doesn't count for you. Cause I guess we did meet before pride 48, but you know what I'm saying is, uh, it, oh, it is, I mean, isn't, a special it's, case. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, yeah. uh, you know what, Scott, we're, we're happy to do it. You deserve, what is it now? A buck 35 we're up to, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I you, think it might be, it you might deserve be six. <laughs> The buck thirty five that we I but weren't yes. we or weren't we matching it though so yeah I think oh, no we like were gonna a, I was gonna make my own donation regardless of what people gave two seventy something if we for matching it so I mean you know it. yeah it's a buck thirty five we'll be able to get so a cup of coffee yeah. not from Starbucks though I mean no. like a maybe I mean but if we both doubled it then it would be two two ten two oh five somewhere in there. No, if we both doubled it, it would be two oh five. Then no, it would be, it'd be three oh five. Yeah, like seven dollars. No, if you if you doubled a dollar thirty five, thirty six, and yeah. you doubled it, it would be yeah. almost three dollars. I doubled it; it'd be almost three dollars. And then you add the original buck thirty six, you get like six oh, bucks and something. God. It's so complicated. Carry the one. This math, is, <laughs> math is very hard. <laughs> I don't know how to do math. Anyway, thank you, Moose P. Thank you, Seder. We do appreciate each and every I mean, call. I'm not sure if I need to thank Moose P, but yeah, thank you, Moose P. Thank Although, you, Seder. Although, feel free to call back, Moose P, if you know what I should name my truck. <laughs> 
Very, very interested in what I did. Uh, in the chat room, Andy Scott suggested Chan. No, I'm not going to name my truck Chan. I'm just kidding. She didn't actually say that. Adam, you know, I keep talking about the chat room here and it is because every Friday night we live stream on pride48.com when we record this show. So at 10 p.m. Eastern time on Friday evenings, that is where you can find us on pride48.com, pride48.com, and you can listen to it. So uh, Adam, who is joining us? Did I mention that there's a chat room and then these people that are listening to us right now are in the chat room? Adam, who is joining us in the chat room? Yeah. Let's uh, mention it's Discord, but if you go to pride48.com, there is a chat button in the upper right-hand corner that will take you to Discord. Do not be dismayed. Um, And it's best if you sign up for a Discord account, but you don't have to. Um, And in the chat room, we have Auntie Scott, who is actually watching a Charlie Chan movie at the moment. Uh, We have Cyclone, our executive producer. We have um, Lamont Cranston. We have TB. We have Tim in Alaska. Yes. We also have Gary at Rainbow Vista. Yes. And Gary says that the Pride 48 family paid my way to the live event in New Orleans in 2019. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, Anyway, yes, I mean, Pride 48 is an amazing thing. And, uh, you know, it wouldn't be, and we say this all the time, but we truly do mean it. It wouldn't be anything without y'all. Where were we at on our big thing? Oh, you know what, Adam? I found this. This is just real quick. I found, you know, I I like the TikTok. I don't know if you like the TikTok. I, I, I do not use it a lot, but um, I have seen some funny things from TikTok. I do. I do love the TikTok. And I found this uh, independent artist the other day uh, because it's Pride Month. And so a lot of uh, gay things have been surfacing on my feed. Um, But this is an independent gay artist uh, that I feel like you should probably check out. His name, well, his recording name is Z Machine. Z-E-E. So Z spelled out like Z-E-E machine you can find him uh anywhere that you can find music so apple music uh youtube music uh whatever spotify and uh soundcloud right just search for z machine music um he's also pretty hot by the way but uh i was playing some of those songs in pre-show and i just want this is the song that drew me to this adam this is like i feel like this is like a real cool little pride like anthem that he has here it's a song called Brain Chemistry. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but uh, that's RuPaul. Uh, but I just want you to, let's see. Yeah, this is the, this is the hook. Isn't that, that's hot. That's like funky. I like that. He has kind of a Jonas Brothers sound. Kind of like a Scissor Sisters. Yeah, kind of a, yeah. I love it. I, I like the Mixed sound. with Michael what? Jackson, maybe. Yeah. Oh, he's, and all of his songs are just really good. He's only put out like about maybe 10 songs, but each one of them is good in his own way. And they're not all the same. So it's like, uh, you know what? If uh, you can follow him on Twitter and TikTok and everything, if you want to see how hot he is. But that's, that's aside from the point, I love the music. I think that's really good. So check him out. Z Machine Music. And that, that was, that was all that was. News game. It's the news game. It's the news game. What questions will he ask? It is the Mix Minus News Game. This is the segment of the show where Adam will read some questions from the New York Times News Quiz. Not using only my head, brain, and mouth words will answer the questions. These are multiple choice questions. I will try to answer them without uh, asking for the choices. But, uh, you know, sometimes 
sometimes I have to ask. Uh, in the event that there is a multi-part question, as in which six of the following people died today, um, if I get five of them, I, I, I get, you know, partial points. I'm not, I'm not doing this like all or nothing kind of a thing. We'll round up. So, uh, Adam, what is our first question this evening? I don't know what kind of bullshit rules that you make up on your own, mm-hmm. but, uh, but, uh, I, I set the rules in this game. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I tell you what your points are. I tell you. <laughs> the buck stops here, buddy. All right. Question number one. Question number one. President Biden will visit which three oh, Jesus. European countries during his first trip abroad as president? And since... You'd like to get partial credit. Well, I know it's I, like I know you right, to so name the three without Bel- me giving you choices. Belgium, UK, and Germany. I think, yeah, Belgium, UK, and Germany. All right, let's see if that's because he, he's going to a G seven conference. So, um, ah, shit, I wasn't on the right. Oh, uh, oh, look at Mister. I make the rules uh, and blah blah uh, blah blah. Uh, blah. Oh, crap. it's like uh, oh, I don't even know how to get my sound uh, going out there. I don't. That is incorrect, Daniel. Um, it, right. is, it is uh, Belgium, and yes. it is the UK. Yes. But the third one is Switzerland. Switzerland. Um, what Sorry to say. I mean, oh, if, yeah. you, if you'd given me, you know what? That's two out of three. That's a point. I'm sorry. That's, that's uh, two thirds. That's a point. We're rounding up. It's a point. Jeff Bezos will travel to space next month aboard oh, a flight God. conducted by Blue Origin, his <laughs> rocket company. It's my brother. It's my brother and I who are going to go to space in our, in our spaceship. We built this spaceship in our backyard. And my brother and I are now going to go into space. What? Who will accompany him? Oh, his brother. <laughs> I, was, I didn't realize that was the question. Yes. No, his brother. I think his name is Mark. Right? That's correct. His yeah. brother, Mark. Jeff and Mark, when they were young, they just always used to say they're going to go to space. That's they just kept saying that. One day I'm going to be the richest man alive and I'm going to go to space. All right. Number three, COVID cases are rising in Britain and the main cause appears to be a highly contagious new variant. Which one? (laughs) Uh, As we learned from last week's news quiz, they are now giving them Greek letters. Uh, what are my choices? Because I, I don't know what, what Greek letter we're up to right now. All right. Alpha, beta, delta, or gamma? Would you, would you like more? Um, yes, please. Alpha, which was first detected in Britain. Mm-hmm. Beta, which was first detected in South Africa. Delta, which was first detected in Georgia, because that's where Delta Airlines is uh, based. <laughs> no, uh, it was first detected in India, actually. India, yes. Or gamma, which was first which at first emerged in Incredible Hulk when the gamma rays caused him to become the Incredible Hulk, but also in Brazil. So I don't think it's Alpha because they've already had that one. And I know India because we have an office in India. I know India is spiking horribly and it has its own strain like it's way more contagious. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with India. What is that? D- Delta? Delta, Delta, Delta. Yay. That is correct. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting because I would, I, I don't know this, but I would have thought that they're also 
doing pretty well on the vaccination front. Because they produce a lot of those vaccines? Yeah. And but from what I've but heard... Their government has fucked up the rollout of it. Yeah, completely. Like, just uh, even... And what I've heard is that the vaccine is effective against all of those strains. Yeah, All it of is. those current strains. So it's interesting. Yes. Uh, Senator Joe Manchin... It also, you know what else? It also makes you magnetic. Oh, yeah. True. Yeah. I think that's convenient, though. Yeah, I know. I, I can't count I mean, the number of times that I need to, you know, stick something metallic to myself. Carry it around. Senator Joe Manchin, a just Democrat. Think, just think if you, had a Go, if you had a GoPro, like one of those, you wouldn't need the strap. You could just slap it right on your chest oh, like Iron true. Man and just stick right to you. They even make magnetic phone cases where you oh, can yeah. stick your phone to things. You could just oh, stick God, your phone you had to an your iPhone? body. Yeah, if you had an iPhone with the one with the magnet on the back, you just slap uh-huh. it right on your arm. Go jogging. You just keep it right there. You don't need an Apple Watch. You just you know, put, the, put the iPhone, get vaccinated, and then put the iPhone on your wrist. You could do tricks. <laughs> was that Yuri Geller? Who was it that yeah, the, the amazing the spoon, Randy yeah. always said? Yeah. You could probably bend spoons. That's with right, your, yeah. I'm going to try that after the show. Right, excellent. See if I can bend a spoon between my two arms. Be a level 13 exclusive. Let's go. Let's go. What's the, what's the question? Sorry. Senator Joe Manchin, a uh, Democrat of West Virginia this, this week, motherfucker. said yes. he opposed which of his party's legislative priorities? All of them. All of them? <laughs> <laughs> I believe specifically, though, this was the voting rights one because they thought that they would have him on board at least for that because they could handle it through appropriations. And he was just like, no, I truly am a a stupid motherfucker. I truly am a horrible human being. Uh, Was it voting the voting rights uh, or the voting restriction? It was the voting rights. Uh, He's opposed to is he really a Democrat? He's opposed to every single thing. Yep. That's on the agenda. His goal in life is just to ruin the two years that Democrats have a majority. Yep. All right. Number five. Yeah, I mean, you know he's getting paid well to do it, too. You know that there's people on the right that are just funneling money into shell corporations and offshore accounts for him right now. All right. Number five. Last weekend, Floyd Mayweather Jr., one of the best boxers of all time, fought Logan Paul, a social media star, in an exhibition bout. Yes. What was the outcome? Uh, it was it was a draw. They, uh, um, it was a draw. That was the outcome of it, and people were pissed. People were very pissed on the uh, socials, Adam. I know you don't uh, go through the Facebooks and the socials much, but people were not happy about it. Only Twitter, but uh, but I'm, uh, I'm usually on Twitter though. I'm just drawn to whatever has a picture. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, this well, yeah, but this would have been Jake Paul and his, uh, was it Logan or Jake? It was Logan. It's like, uh, yeah, it had a shirt, you know, it had a shirtless Logan in it. That should have drawn your attention. Uh, you got four out of five, Daniel. I got five out of five, Adam. Five. Four out of five. Five out of five. But now comes the part where, uh, these are the extra credit questions. They don't really count, but I do get extra credit for them. So let's just put 60 seconds up on the big board. The game begins in three, two, one. What fish is called Finnan Hattie when smoked in Scotland? Haddock. That's correct. What sitcom spawned the hit song I'll Be There For You? Uh, the, uh, sitcom? Yes. Uh, oh, Friends, Friends, Friends. Stop. That's correct. What Mississippi City's residents did not celebrate the 4th of July until 1945 after losing a Civil War battle in 1863? Jackson? 
Vicksburg. Oh, oh, the Battle of Vicksburg. What country was the home for 153 of the first 400 Nobel Prize-winning scientists? Uh, uh, Austria? The U.S. Oh. What future president's Texas classmates ran a shot of a jackass under his yearbook photo? Uh, George W. Bush. Lyndon B. Johnson. Oh, Adam, Adam. Time is up. I cannot complete the question. Cannot complete the question. Uh, uh, you you did get two out I of did. six. I did. Two out of six, which uh, added to... So two added to the four that you say I got before means that I got 110%. I got uh, six correct out of five. Because that's how extra Maybe credit we works. Maybe change this to a math quiz, because I think you would do horribly. I think that's, uh, there's no extra credit, Adam. It's extra credit. Like, so even if I missed all five questions on the news quiz, if I got all five correct on the extra credit, then I would have a, a perfect score, a score of five. Did you not ever take tests in school where they had the extra credit? It's 11 questions. There's no extra credit. Bullshit. You only asked me five. You only there... asked me five questions in the news quiz. There are five plus six. <laughs> no, there's five plus as many as you can get there's, to there's in 60 rounds. seconds. There's two Until, rounds But the second one is, well, you know, we're just going to have to agree to disagree. Huh? Uh, I, I can't believe you're, you're trying to uh, change it. How about we switch it up, Adam? How about we switch it up where I ask you questions and we'll see. No, no, uh, we don't, look, this is not how this goes. The, the quiz is always, this is, it's a tradition. It's a, it's a what? I wouldn't want to make it's you a what? A tra- I'm sorry. It's a, a what? Tradition. No, but a what did you, what did you say? You say <laughs> a tradition. <laughs> a tradition. A tradition. I can't. I've a mint in my mouth. I can't enunciate. You have a mint in your mouth. You have a mint in your mouth. Adam, each and every week on this uh, program, we uh, go through uh, a ton of material that is sent to us by our executive producer, Cyclone. Uh, This is uh, all kinds of things that happen on the day that we are recording in some year. So in this case, these are things that happen on June 11th of some year. This is all information from the Mix Minus Research Center Archives and Test Kitchen. Adam, today, June 11th, 2021, National Corn on the Cob Day. No. You know, I forgot to have a donut last week. You did? Not I even did, on your yeah. cheat day? Nope. That's probably because you fell asleep on the autumn. I did. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to talk about that. Um, let's see. Uh, National Corn on the Cob Day timeline. Uh, 10,000 years ago, the first domesticated farmers began uh, planting corn in what is now present-day Mexico. You know, corn was nasty looking and gross tasting when it first came, you know, when they first discovered it was some, because really? all of these domesticated plants, they're nothing like what they were when they originally were foraged. You it know? is, it is someday in Hawaii that I can't pronounce. So therefore it doesn't exist. Um, can you, can you pronounce that? Yeah. King Kamehameha Day. That is not Kamehameha. That is... It is Kamehameha. It is, it's oh. King Kamehameha Day. I, I, I'm, I don't know if you knew that, Daniel, but I'm, I'm part Hawaiian, so... <laughs> you, you've been there. You've been to Hawaii. I speak the Hawaiian yeah. language, and uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, you know, the, on King Kamehameha Day, the activities include trying to pronounce his full name, <laughs> Kalani... 
Pai Wohai O Kalikini Kieli Kui Kamela Mela Kamela Mela O Lan Lalani I Kuwaika Pu Kai Ko Maybe we should do a podcast, you know, saying things in Hawaiian. And you can also make your own lei. I think I would do that. I think I would make my own lei instead of, uh, you know, trying to. I'm sure they have a luau with a roasted pig. You can do some hula dancing, you know. Uh, in 1976, in Kingston, Ontario, a convention of the New Democratic Party calls for the inclusion of sexual orientation in the human rights codes. It is the first time a major Canadian political party accepts gay movement demands. So, there you go. New, new Democratic Party. Became the, that's how they became the New Democratic Party. <laughs> Am I right? Um, I don't even know what that means. Uh, in 1929, Walt Disney's trademark application for the image of Mickey Mouse was filed with the United States Patent Office on June 11th, 1929, Adam. Isn't it true that Disney is is partially responsible for the number of years that it that things hold their copyright because they... It is. You know, they basically went to Congress yes. and said, hey, you need to make it longer. Every time that Mickey Mouse's uh, copyright was uh, was coming up for uh, review, you know, when it was going to go back into the public domain, yes, Disney went to court and sued and, and got it extended. However, do not confuse that with trademark, which is different. Trademarks are... Uh, yeah, trademark is trademark Vera Charles, so totally different. Trademark is not restricted like copyright. So, like, if trademark means I'm going to use this image... To represent my company. So it's going to last as long as my company lasts, right? So the image of Mickey Mouse became the trademark of the Walt Disney Company, right? So it's it, that's that's a trademark. In other words, it's a mark that you could see that would represent the trade. That the, anyway, you get what I'm saying. Um, on this day in 1509, Henry VIII marries his first wife, Catherine of Aragon. You know, she was my favorite of his eight. What, was it eight wives? I was kind of I was kind of partial to number three. Who was number three? Uh, Susan. <laughs> she was real. I mean, really fun. You know, a really good gal. Uh, and, and dinner with her was always uh, really fun. I was always uh, fond of number seven, which is Anne Boleyn. Oh. Anne Boleyn had eleven toes. Anyway, uh, that, that's the Steel Magnolias line, Adam, in case you were curious. Uh, in 1949, Hank Williams Sr. made his Grand Ole Opry debut. He performed at the Grand Ole Opry. <laughs> I've been to the Ryman Theater where they... Uh, oh, that's not where they do it. Sorry. No, they, they used to they, do it there. They do it at the old that, at the Grand Ole well, Opry no, no. building. They used to have the Grand Ole Opry in... Opry? Yeah, Opry. They used yeah, to have the, the Grand Ole Opry in Ryman Auditorium, I believe is what it was called, yeah. or what it is called. And they moved to a larger venue that I think is just called the Grand Ole Opry now, or Ole Opry, whatever. On June 11th, John Wayne died in 1979. And in 1982, E.T. the Extraterrestrial was released. Coincidence? I think not. Two facts about that. My brother is always watching John Wayne movies. Oh, drives me crazy. The second thing is, I cried when I saw E.T. Okay. I, I think yeah. a lot of us did. Yeah. It, it was a very heart-touching, uh, very uh, an emotional... Well, you know, I, I mean, know what I'm trying to say. It was a very touching I'm, movie. You you probably cried when you drove your truck home. You cried everything. So I do. That's true. I, 
That's true. Actually, it's, I didn't want to talk about this before, but yes, when I do cry in my truck, there's a little arm that comes out with a tissue and it, it uh, dabs, <laughs> oh, oh, dabs my eyes for me so that I don't take my eyes off the road. Uh, according to the Weekly World News from the June 11th, 1996 issue, uh, an Ohio woman has 94 pounds of cellulite. I saw an article today that says we should normalize cellulite. We should we should really just all get used to it. We all have it. Okay, but maybe not ninety four pounds. But but I feel like this is taking it a step too far because the the headline on the follow up page when you jump the headline is jumping Jehoza fat, like with with a dash there, <laughs> like Jehoza fat. You know the fat that they've got. Almost looks like they've taken Big Fatty's testicles and blown them up, and then just put the image over her thighs. Do you do you see that? I'm telling you, the Weekly World News is Are basically you- just Photoshop before Photoshop was a thing. Uh, vampires from outer space sucked our blood. Horrified housewife Sandy Asino and her daughter Dee were strolling down a remote mountain road when they were kidnapped and nearly killed by ghoulish, gravel-voiced vampires. From outer space. I don't know. I the 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 places where the bite marks are do not look like anything I've ever seen on Interview with a Vampire or Vampire Diaries or I, I don't know. They're suspicious looking to me. A top animal trainer warns your pet may be plotting against you. <laughs> of course. I mean, I well, have a cat. True. I mean, my cat that's... is constantly plotting against me. That's like her, her whole thing. Uh, you know, when they do those little, you know, the, the little making biscuits with their paws or whatever, uh-huh. that, that, they're just tenderizing you. They're just, they're just like trying to find the weak spots that they can uh, <laughs> attack. Uh, top pet trainer Calvin Wilson has an urgent warning for pet owners. The love you lavish on your precious pets. I had a plosive there. May not be returned. In fact, the little critter might be plotting against you. Millions of cats and dogs spend their days thinking about how to get rid of their owners. I love my dog, but I don't think she's smart enough to plot against me. I can just see them just I, sitting there. just like, oh, well, we could kill her, but neither of us have opposing thumbs. So then what do we do? Uh, Adam, pick another topic to share with the audience while I do some thing that I was supposed to do before the show. But I was late because I was, I was buying a new truck. So uh, entertain the folks for just a, for just a moment. Well, a man uh, spray painted a cat green, which, which is kind of more my style because I'm not a big fan of cats. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so, and I can't, it's very small text. It's hard to read, but yeah. uh, it, it is a, a PDF. You jerk. could zoom into it was convicted oh that's true i couldn't yeah, zoom in yeah, yeah. he was convicted of animal cruelty after he got mad at a neighbor's cat and painted it green painted it green uh adam this is the uh, part of the uh show where i like to tell you that there were movies that were number one at the box office in 19 uh on June 11th of some year. I'm sorry. I am I'm doing too many things at once and I'm doing Are them all. Are you telling me which movie it is? is that no, what, I'm that doing them all doing? very badly. Uh, Adam, uh, I'm going to play you a theme song for one of those movies that was number one at the box office. I need you to tell me which one it was. Here is your clue. Uh, that would be, Daniel, uh, a, a movie called Paradise Hawaiian Style. Paradise Hawaiian style. 
Or I'm so sorry, Adam. That is not. Or it could uh, be Gidget Goes Hawaiian. It is, in fact, Adam, the theme to Gidget Goes Hawaiian. So, uh, see, there's oh, tricky, tricky. I know there were two tricky, Hawaiian uh, ones on there. I threw that at you. That was that was very clever on my, my part. As my grandfather would have said, Hawaii. Hawaii. Hi, Hawaii. Is how he would have said it. Numerous people were born on June 11th. They had what we like to commonly refer to as a birthday. I'm trying to get to the page. Uh, We would like to say a very happy birthday to Shia LaBeouf, who turned 35 today. Peter Dinklage turned 52. And Dr. Oz turned 61. Uh, Also of note, I don't know who that is. Adrian Bar. No, I have a question. Yes. Is this uh, just uh, Cyclone's opinion? Uh, By Dr. Oz, we have a... A, a little commentary. It says, TV doctor of questionable integrity. No, that's everyone. The, the man is, that, is pretty is much a scam artist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's everyone. Joshua Jackson turned 43. Uh, Matt McGrath turned 52. And Hugh Laurie turned 62. Hugh Laurie from one of my favorite Christmas movies ever, uh, Arthur Christmas. Uh, Joe Montana, which I believe is some sports person, turned 65. Greta Van Susteren, who I believe is some sports woman, turned 67. And Frank no. Beard... Of ZZ Top. Yes, I know she's a political... Frank Beard of ZZ Top turned 72. Uh, Gone, but not forgotten on this day. Gene Wilder was born in 1933. And uh, I don't know the other two. (laughs) So I guess they they were forgotten. Magda Gabor was born in Is that Eva's, Eva and Jaja's parent? Uh, Anyway, Adam, uh, happy birthday to all of them. From all of us. Happy birthday. Yes, happy, happy birthday. Uh, Let's see. I think uh, that pretty much, I think I had one final thing here. You know what, Adam? Have you ever watched a Supreme Court uh, hearing? No, I have not. The only the only thing I've seen is fake Supreme Court hearings on legal television shows. Okay, so it's different in the Supreme Court. So you're used to I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb here. You can tell me if I'm right or not. You're used to the uh, defense or no, the, the prosecutor standing up and presenting their case and the judge listening to what they have to say. And then maybe, you know, he's just, the judge is pretty much just there to redirect other people, like to, like to, to rule on objections and other things like that. The, like you're used to the fact that the judge rarely participates in the trial. He's just there to like keep order, right? Yeah. Well, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, they'll say objection. Right. Exactly. Your honor, and then they rule and the it. judge will say overruled, overruled or sustained. So or, there is uh, you know. the way that the Supreme court handles things is completely different. The way that the Supreme court handles things is that they are submitted briefs ahead of time. So the, the both sides, the prosecutor and the defense have already submitted their legal arguments in writing to the Supreme court before the trial begins. All of the justices have read those arguments days in advance. They've already read those arguments and they have, uh, you know, perhaps like clarifying questions or things that they're, they they want to tease out of these lawyers to get uh, some harder truths, as you will, in order to help them rule on it. Uh, so what happens is if you watch a Supreme Court hearing, um, and it's only recently been videoed, right? Because it used to be you could listen to the audio of it. But anyway, if you listen to the audio of it, because I don't know if you can watch it or not, but if you listen to it, the 
it starts just like any other trial. The prosecutor stands up if it pleases the court and starts his arguments, right? Don't uh, they say, oh, yay, oh, yay, oh, yay. That's all. That, no, I'm talking about the trial itself. The prosecutor okay. starts with, you know, he starts making his arguments. Not more than 15, 20, sometimes a little longer, sometimes a little shorter seconds into that argument. Adam Burns, a human being from the planet Earth, uh, on June 1st, 1976, uh, did blah, blah. And then it, it, they don't get further in that before one of the justices will go, do you think that spinach um, is a viable replacement for some other form of green? Like uh, if, if a company were to offer collard greens, but they said they would give a comparable replacement and instead they gave spinach. Would those two not be equivalent? Would they not be fulfilling their contractual duty? Like they will ask really weird questions. Now, is that, I'm, is the, is the, is the case about spinach or literally yes, did yes. he have what, lunch I'm, what, no, before no, no. this? No, what I'm then... trying to, no, what I'm trying to tell you is, is that the judges have all read the arguments. They know yeah, what okay. the prosecutor is saying. They already, but now they have questions because they want to rule on this. And in particular, in this example that I just made up, let's say the, what they need to rule on is whether uh, the equivalence clause in a contract truly allowed this company to provide an inferior substitution for something. Um, and that's what they were actually being sued for. And it comes down to contract law or some really narrow, tiny little legal definition usually is how Supreme court cases go. So um, as I was listening to your podcast, the geeky gay found over at the geeky gay.com, I um, noticed that you were very, 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 angst angsty about your vice president who interrupts these presentations oh, as they go oh. on. Now I would like to ask you this one question. Sure. The PowerPoint that you were presenting to him, was it already submitted in advance and that it was something that he could look at on his own? No. Are you sure? You sure your manager didn't forward it to him that he could look at it on his own? Well, Okay, no, I'm not sure of that. Because I, I, I feel I feel that this is what is happening. He already knows what you're gonna say. He already knows your your PowerPoint slides. He's like, he's he's like, yeah, I know this. I I've already talked to the other people, but I don't need you to go into detail about what you're doing. I have a question up at this level. I have a question up at the operation. I'm gonna trust the people below me to handle some of the more technical details that you think are important. But me from the vice president level, where I've got to make decisions about uh, different departmental things. So it could just be that the reason that he's asking these questions is because he already knows what you're going to say. And those are not things that he cares about. What he cares about is at a different level. He's going to assume that you've already gone through this presentation with your manager, that you've already are aligned with him and that you, that your manager knows what you're doing. And that they're in like, if so he needs, if he needs follow-up questions, he can go back and, and get those. But I feel like you shouldn't take this personally. This is something that is often done at an executive level where they're they're asking questions for things that concern them that have no bearing on you. You they're not things that you care about one way or the other. They're things that are at a much higher pay grade than you. And I feel like taking it personally and getting flustered like that is probably a bad thing and I want you to take a deep breath. And just think of it like a Supreme Court case. It's like, you know what? I have my script in front of me. He knows what I'm going to say. He already knows what this project is. He's, this isn't the first time he's ever heard this. I'm now going to just start because I need to do something procedural. I need to, there needs to be some action that starts things. And then he's going to interrupt when he wants to interrupt. And he's going to ask questions that have to do with VP land. They have to do with VP land that I don't give a shit about. 
Like those are things that I don't care about because you don't pay me enough money to care about. So I don't care about that. And I, I don't want you to take this personally, Adam. And I also want you, I'm trying to help you here, Adam. I'm trying to, to boil my, my massive 10 years more experience than you yeah. <laughs> into here is I also want you to think about the most incompetent coworkers that you have. Think about the most incompetent coworkers that you have. I'm sure that you have some, we all have some, sure, yeah, we yeah. all have incompetent coworkers and uh-huh. what you should take solace in when you start getting worried about, um, you know, oh my God, I'm going to blow this and he's going to get, I'm going to get a, 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 a write up and I'm going to like, I'm not going to get a, you know, a bonus next year. I'm going to think about all those incompetent people around you that still work for your company. They still work for your company. You are miles ahead of them. And just oh, because, sure. because you are a perfectionist and because you are judging well, yourself on one scale that your manager is not judging you on. So it's like, my point is, it's just not worth it. Just let it go. Just let it go. Be like Elsa. Let it go. But, and just accept the fact that sometimes you're going to make a mistake. Sometimes you're not. And the important part is, is whether you fix it and whether you get back up on it. Well, I appreciate that. I, Thank I you for coming clarify. to my TED Talk. There, my name is Daniel Brewer, be, and I appreciate it. There may be people who haven't listened to my show, so I want to give a little context because you didn't really. I gave a presentation. That's true. I did not. There was a VP that has a habit of not just asking questions, but giving his own critiques yes. of what you're saying during the middle of your presentation. Mm-hmm. And... We have very limited time yes. to give our presentations, and it happened. And I, uh, and, and I, it's not that I thought I sucked that bad. It's just that I was irritated. But you let that it. He, yes, you let it get. You let it get. But uh, think about this. He, because Walmart is a very big company. He may the largest, have, in fact. Right. He may very well have to turn around and give a presentation to his bosses uh, about your project. And so when he's rephrasing things, he could just be note-taking. He could just be saying, all right, well, when I present it to ELT, you know, to the executive board, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say, so when you say it's a, uh, you know, a machine learning algorithm that, uh, you know, analyzes this table and then produces a result on that, he's going to go. So it's, it's, you know, it's like a, it's like an AI chat bot. It's like he's probably just when he's oh, correcting yeah. you on this thing, he's probably just trying to, you know, substitute something in because he's going to have to talk to somebody ahead of him who knows less about technology than he does. So it's all it's the dumbening down that the higher you if get up the corporate chain. Possible. Oh, my God. These executives who know nothing. I'm just but saying it's so it is so painful. Well, anyway, that's a, that's a topic for another day. But thank you, Daniel. I just don't I, want I, you I to stress about your, your job. I don't know. I care about you, Adam, and I don't and want I appreciate you that. to stress the day that I uh stop stressing about my job was just some random day when I just woke up and I'm like, you know what? There's a bunch of fucking idiots in this company and they're not getting fired. So why am I so worried about getting fired? It's like, these are functional idiots. And it's like, uh, when I worked at Yale, which was a much bigger company than where I work now, when I worked at Yale, my manager actually had a conversation with me at lunch one day that said, you know what? Um, it is so difficult to fire people in a large corporate environment like that, that it becomes, you know, just a big thing out of itself because you got to have HR involved. You got to have legal involved. You got to have all kind of write-ups and stuff. And so it's like, he actually said, this is what my manager said. I would rather pay, keep someone on the payroll that sleeps at their desk. As long as they're not interfering other people's work, then I'm just, I'm fine with that. Just let them. It's like that. Oh, I'd just rather the company I, pay that than to me have to do all of this extra work to try to get rid of them. It was more anger on my part because I feel like 
uh, and I'm not really worried that I'm going to, I may have said it cause I'm, I, I exaggerate. Yes. I'm not really worried that I'm going to get fired. Although Walmart does have it. And especially in it does have a tendency to lay off once a year. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you, you can, I mean, anybody, yes, but thir- you somebody know, the company if like you sit down years. and evaluate it, you know that you're not the lowest hanging fruit on that branch. Probably not. Although, you know, product manager, who knows? But anyway, so, uh, but, but yeah, I was just more mad. Cause I'm like, and fi- I just, I was like, you know what, if we know he's going to do that mm-hmm. and we're not going to get through our stuff, then we need to be given more time yeah, and not squeeze as many in. Then you bring so that up outside of the meeting with uh, the person that organizes yeah, the meeting. Yeah, No, I did. I talked to other people about that. I didn't say it in the meeting. Adam, we do this show each and every Friday night right here on Pride48.com. And uh, if you're out there listening and you would like to come and, and, and play along with us during the recording of the show, just head over to Pride48.com on a Friday night. Uh, we do it every week. By the way, a, a quick report. Um, we did go to a movie. Yes. And it was, uh, so I guess that was the first thing we did oh. other than a restaurant. And it was fun. Quiet place too. Was it, it wasn't Cruella? No. Have you watched Cruella? No, I'm not really interested in that. I'm oh, sure okay. we'll see it, but I don't really have a lot of interest. It's a good movie. I'm just convinced that Emma Stone doesn't like dogs because she would not sit near that dog that was supposed to be her best friend. Anyway, if you'd like to send us an email, you can do so. Contact at mixminuspodcast.com. Voicemails can come in at voice. Dot mix minus podcast.com. That's voicemail. That's voicemail. Dot mix that, on your browsing device, go to voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com and talk and leave us a message. We'd love to hear you, uh, hear from you, and I'd like to know what to name my truck. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com. <laughs>